0: You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast
1: Network, your team every day.
0: And Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On is sent you we are also brought to you by prize picks if you haven't heard of prize picks you need to go to check it out it is daily fantasy made easy i love it and you love it too it's the leader in college sports daily fantasy and prize picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world it offers any prop really that you can think of from yardage to touchdowns to interceptions thrown no matter what it is they have it all of you will be able to go and check out the prize picks and be able to use the promo code locked on for 100 percent instant deposit up to $100. You can use the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawal. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code locked on or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. So I, we have to turn the page at this point to Ole, not Ole Miss because you move on from that, but Auburn. Uh, as much as it sucks and we you know we got to. Kind of revel in the fact that you're sitting at four and two could be four and five and one should be five and one but you're not and that's okay you got to move on so Auburn coming into town and it's uh, this this is weird because I feel like Auburn has is not much of a superior football program generally speaking than Arkansas but over the past ten years they have been in fact. The only time that you have actually beaten Auburn in the past decade has been in 2015 in quadruple overtime. Now, I know you technically beat them last year. We can settle that at a different time uh, and maybe even later in this podcast. But you've only beaten them one time in the past 10 years. And that one time you beat them, you needed a quadruple overtime to be able to do it. Now, Gus on of course, was the coach for the majority of that time frame. Uh, now you have... Uh, Brian Harson, who's fine. I mean, he's I guess he's okay as the coach there now. Uh, Auburn hasn't exactly set the world on fire so far this year, but they're still like a formidable opponent, uh, if that makes sense. It's like you you look at them and you're like, you got to respect them, and you got to respect what they're you know what they've done so far this year because they are an SEC West team. But still, if you're looking at what they've done, they're four and two as well. They're uh, sitting at where they lost to Penn State. Uh, and went crazy game that wideout game on the road but was only by eight and then they beat lsu 24 19 and then they lost to uh, georgia 34 10 the other games like that they had georgia state where they barely won by 10 in that game that uh, alcorn state akron doesn't matter they're four and two uh two uh, one and two and or one and one in conference play and you know they just they, they're hard to figure out like vegas has arkansas favored in this game by roughly i think it start off at four points depending on where you look at now but uh for the most part it's been kind of right there in the mix it's at three and a half now so it's obviously moving a little bit towards Auburn but you know th- it, this is one of those things where I felt good about going into the Ole Miss game even though they're really good I felt good about it and I felt good about going into a and I felt good about going into Texas like I felt good about all these games and I feel like I probably still feel good about this game against Auburn don't get me wrong but at the same time it's like I don't know what to expect out of Auburn like, they score 35 points a game, which is more than Arkansas. Arkansas scoring 32 points a game. And they allow less points than Arkansas. Now, granted, a lot of those points and averages can be helped from Arkansas's performance defensively this past week and the week before that where they gave up 37 and 52, respectively. So that's probably a big part of it. But Auburn's only given up 19 points per game, where Arkansas has given up 24. So if you just look at those stats alone, you're like, huh, okay. Not only that, but the total yardage as far as offense goes – it's pretty even 451 yards per game to 459 yards per game from Auburn to Arkansas. So Arkansas has eight more yards per game. Uh, Auburn passes it a little bit more. They're at 245 compared to Arkansas's 214. Uh, Arkansas rushes more where Arkansas has 244 yards per game, 206 for Auburn as well. And even when you're looking at yards allowed, Arkansas technically is allowing more yards, 337 compared to 320 from Auburn. Uh, But the difference is, is that Passing yards is 216 and 104 rushing yards for Auburn. So they're giving up a lot more passing yards, where Arkansas is the opposite, where they're giving up less passing yards of 156 compared to rushing yards of 181. So you have like this dynamic where the teams are pretty even when you're just looking at statistics and, and all of that. Uh, the scoring obviously favors Auburn, but we could look at matchups and everything like that that goes along with it. But still, pretty evenly matched game as far as on paper. But here's the difference of why I think Arkansas is going to win this game. Arkansas is a different team when they play at home. I know that everyone says that and everyone does that. But look at the games that they've played at home this year. Like, they've been impressive from beginning to end. Even the a and game, which I know technically was supposed to be a home game, and it wasn't a home game because it was in Arlington, you still had a large portion, in fact, the majority of the stands there, being in favor of the Razorbacks. Like they were, the crowd was in it because of the amount of Razorback fans that were there. So I think that helped them along a little bit too. Even last year, you know, you, you were able to beat Ole Miss and Tennessee at home. Uh, you know, it wasn't in front of a raucous crowd, mind you, but still being at home makes a difference. Arkansas plays better at home. That's a fact under Sam Pittman. And I think that the crowd's going to be in it. I think that the people are going to be excited to play Auburn and get a little revenge for last year's game. And so the atmosphere will be there, even if it's at 11 a.m. May not be as raucous as what most people were hoping, but still will be fun. Will be raucous nonetheless. And that's why I feel good about Arkansas's chances in this game. And I think they're going to get right back on the winning track because they'll get to two and two in conference. Then you have UAPB after that, which is another freaking 11 a.m. game. Shoot me now. Four straight. Come on, SEC. Uh, but you have UAPB, which will be a win. Then you have a bye week. So it's like if you can get through Auburn, you'll essentially have an easy, an easy game against UAPB and then a bye week to get everything corrected, to get people healthy, to get things all that. Because obviously with Jalen Catalan having a broken hand and has been playing with a broken hand, makes sense of why he's been out. Uh hopefully he can get a little healthier from that. Uh, well as other various players that'll be important for the final stretch. Uh like which whew, it's just murderers row where you're going to have to play LSU, Mississippi State, Missouri, and Alabama. I want to say murderer's row. It's actually not murderer's row. But it's still final four games of the SEC. You never know what to expect, and it's going to be tough. So Arkansas is in good position. They've done some good things. Uh, they just got to continue to do what they're doing and continue to improve and just defensively fix some things. If KJ can be what he was against Ole Miss, then holy crap, get ready for a great game. Uh, but I think Arkansas is going Just my, – we'll break it down as the week goes on as far as more things about Auburn. But just as far as everything goes like that, I like Arkansas's chances. I think Arkansas is going to win this game. They're going to get back on the winning track, and it's going to be exciting to do it, to finally beat Auburn for the first time since 2015. Uh, Man, it's just been frustrating losing to those guys. So I'm going to be glad when that's finally off their back as well. We're going to talk with Michael Bratton of That SEC Podcast here in just a second. But I want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing of numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the car parts you will never need. That's why Rock Auto will help you save time and money. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% for more of the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and the prices are reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck. Write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, we're going to be joined by Michael Bratton of That SEC Podcast here in just a second. But first, back and better than ever, all eyes are on the gridiron as the teams are back for another football season, and that's what betonline.ag AG is four, your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, bet online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today for 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKED ON. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Head over to BetOnline.ag where the game starts. Right now, let's go to the phone lines as we're joined by Michael Bratton of That SEC Podcast, friend of the show, going to talk to him about Arkansas as well as other things going on in the SEC. Mike, appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? Hey, absolutely. Yeah,
1: I'm doing great. I would be doing a little bit better if Arkansas won because I predicted them to uh, go on the road, but... Beyond that, man, I'm doing great.
0: Well, how about we just start right there with the call? Because that's been the very topical discussion today. Going for two. Majority Razorback fans feel like it was the right call. Some disagreed. What did you make of the call? Was it the right call for Arkansas to go for it there?
1: Man, I loved it. I mean, that's the mentality that Sam Pittman brought to this program. Not playing for overtime, and who knows? I mean, they may have missed the extra point. I don't think that is likely, but... Imagine that, and then we're sitting here saying, "Well, my goodness, they had an opportunity to win it." You know the way the defense was playing, the way both defenses were playing. Quite frankly, you had to love your odds there to convert the two. The play maybe a little left to be desired on the. You know I don't love the fact that there was essentially three receivers in the in the same area and we're trying to force feed the ball in there. But yeah, absolutely, at a hundred out of hundred, I would have went for two right there, just like Sam Pittman did.
2: Mike, your SEC power rankings for Week 7, you have Ole Miss at 3, Arkansas at 4, and right ahead of Kentucky. So is that positioning just simply based on this game, a win or a loss with Ole Miss-Arkansas, and then really interesting that you have Arkansas positioned ahead of Kentucky, who's still undefeated at this point.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I do this every week, and basically my logic is if Arkansas – and Kentucky met on a neutral field who am I taking I'm taking Arkansas and the fact they've lost to Georgia which Kentucky is probably about to lose to and I think Arkansas and Ole Miss I mean I think they just proved that they're essentially dead even I mean it literally came to the final play of the the game two-point conversion obviously so neck and neck Ole Miss and Arkansas there's not much you're splitting hairs when you're comparing those two and I know Kentucky's undefeated. They're a very, very good team. I'm not trying to take away anything from them, but I have no doubt if they met on the neutral field, they I feel like uh, Arkansas will beat Kentucky just based on what we've seen so far this season. But I assure you, it, it'd be a great game. But I think we're going to find out a lot about Kentucky this week, just like we did at Arkansas going down to Athens against uh, what looks like to be the best team in the country.
0: Well, I think the biggest surprise, too, was Alabama losing to A&M over the weekend. And I don't think people really understand what to make of it, because A&M was 0-2, lost to Arkansas-Mississippi State, but yet they beat Alabama. So the question becomes, does this mean the division's wide open? Does it mean that Alabama's not going to win the West now and there may be another team in it? Or it was just just hey, a loss to, uh, from Bama and they're going to continue to run the table here on out and they're still the favorites to win the SEC West?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, and i would go a step further because there weren't many of us, but I was one of those idiots that thought Ole Miss could beat Alabama. And, of course, Alabama smoked them, but, you know, there, there's signs of this. I mean, Alabama could have lost to Florida, and I don't know how good Florida is either. You know what I mean? So I'm already seeing the cracks in Alabama's armor. Uh, the defense certainly showed up against Ole Miss, but that was about the first time they've shown up in one of these premier matchups in a, in a long time. So I really thought that Jimbo Fisher and Zach Calzada, who a lot of people had questions on, go back and watch that Arkansas game. I mean, he looked basically terrible against the Razorbacks, yet he was the hero against Alabama. So I think he might be on to something. I think the division might be open, and I think it's more because Alabama may not be all they're cracked up to be, and I think the competition is, is finally starting to catch up to the Crimson Tide.
2: Going into this game, Arkansas, Auburn, you have a lot of separation between those two teams. So, what are your thoughts on this matchup with Arkansas taking on Auburn?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, Sam Pittman and company would have preferred to win last week, but I don't think you have to worry about any kind of hangover based on what happened last year. You know, we all know stolen win from the Razorbacks. So, uh, I mean, I cannot think of the any better motivation for the Razorbacks heading into this matchup. But, you know, outside of Bo Nix going Superman against LSU, i just not seeing a ton from Auburn this year. Uh, the, the defense is solid. Hank Bigsby, there was so much hype, but even he's, he's not quite lived up to it. They do have a really good backup running back in the freshman Hunter, but the receivers for Auburn are nowhere close to what uh, Arkansas just saw with Ole Miss. So even though Arkansas's defensive backs may be – hurting from the performance they just showed last week against Ole Miss I don't think Auburn by any means can test them the way Ole Miss did so I gotta like Arkansas in this matchup and you know like you said I mean I've got Auburn number 10 in the SEC so I think there's there's a clear step up between Auburn and
0: and Arkansas we'll continue our discussion with Mike Bratton of that SEC podcast here in just a second but first I gotta tell you about sweat block listen the thing is, is we all know, when you sweat, it's uncomfortable, but it's really bad when it's showing up on the shirts that you're wearing. T-shirts, button-up shirts, whenever you lift up your arm a little bit, people are just going to see all that sweat residue on your shirt. It's just a bad look. Like Nobody wants to be that guy. Like Nobody wants to be the one that everyone's looking at and be like, hey, man, you all right? What's going on over there? Why are you sweating so much? Sweat block is what is going to help you because it is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed the next morning, you wake up, you watch, you go about your day without worrying about sweat, Guaranteed. It sounds too good to be true, but I'm telling you, folks, this thing works. It works for me. I use it all the time. I know other people that use it. It's the way to do it. So if you or someone you love is dealing with this, check out Sweat Block right now. You can get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com using promo code LOCKEDON or check it out at Amazon and CVS. You are locked on Razorbacks, your
2: daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast
0: speaking with Michael Bratton of that SEC podcast here on Out of Bounds, 103.7 The Buzz. Mike, uh, looking at just the way that the SEC West is set up, I like how you said it was wide open. And one of the things that Arkansas fans are hoping that maybe some other losses can be had along the way, and they're really going to be banking on K.J. Jefferson maybe to be the reason why. Six touchdowns this past weekend, three on the ground, three through the air, really showed out in his home state. Uh, I know you've been high on him, and you were high on him before the season started, But what did you make of his performance, and is this something that he can build off and maybe possibly make some strong strides and to be considering one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm glad you asked me that because I did want to say, you know, after the game, I heard one of the guys, I don't want to call him out because I I don't remember who, but it was on the SEC finals show on, on SEC Network, and they're singing the praises of Matt Corral and how they think he's going to go on to win the Heisman Trophy. And I'm sitting here saying, do we watch the same game? Because I thought, you know, I'm not calling Matt Corral out. I think he's a great quarterback. But of that game last weekend, it's an easy selection. I would go with K.J. Jefferson over Matt Corral. So, you know, I, I think Arkansas, again, just like I was saying in the preseason, got one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC. I mean, he was laying it all on the line over the weekend. And if he continues to play this way, you know, I don't know if there's a team on the on the schedule that Arkansas feels like it can't beat, and that includes Alabama. We've seen Texas A&M with their struggling offensive line run on them. We've seen Florida with their questionable offensive line run all over Alabama. That's how you're going to have to beat them. And Arkansas, you know, we on the offensive side at least has got that got those pieces. Now you're going to need the defense to in return to form how they played against Texas A&M if you're going to have any chance against the Crimson Tide but if KJ Jefferson and it, it, you know it just seems like he's getting better and better each week which is even more promising but if he continues that trajectory yeah he may be one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC and I I think he got a, a chance to beat everybody remaining on the schedule
2: with KJ performing well the way that he is is there anything that Auburn poses defensively that could cause problems for KJ and the Arkansas offense?
1: Well, they've got some good defensive backs. They've, they've been kind of like Arkansas last year. They kept getting guys tossed out for these questionable targeting. So, you know, you got to imagine that um, I don't think anybody matches up well with Traylon Burks, but they've got a couple of guys that I think could potentially limit him. So you got to watch out for that. Uh, they do have some really good linebackers, but now the way that uh, Arkansas is playing on offense. I don't think there's much of a threat there, and they just got annihilated by Georgia. So, I mean, it's, it's basically a nightmare matchup to where Auburn has got out physical and they got beat up at home. Now they're playing uh, an Arkansas team that I know has lost two in a row, but you know there was no hangover from the Georgia game. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think Arkansas cruises this weekend.
0: Do you think Kentucky has any chance against Georgia this weekend? I mean, they're undefeated. They look good. It's a good story. But do they have any chance of beating the Bulldogs this weekend?
1: You know, the only way I can see a path to victory there is, uh, you know, and Stetson Bennett, you know, let's give him credit. He's looked solid this season. But last season there were games where he would just implode. They need that Stetson Bennett to show up. And you got to imagine that with this Georgia defense, they're not going to let anybody beat him on the ground which is what Kentucky wants to do to dictate uh, the play action. They're going to need Will Levis, the quarterback, to step up. He's going to have to win them the ball game. And I've not really seen much from him that, that says he can carry Kentucky with his arm. He, he is a very much of an upgrade at the quarterback position for Kentucky, but their passing game is, is almost exclusively dictated on the play action. So I don't know how you can effectively run that against a Georgia team that you're going to struggle to run the ball on. So – you know, slim, slim odds. I would certainly say I, I still. And you know, I said it the week Arkansas is playing them too. I think Georgia is just a nightmare for everybody this year. And and getting them in Athens is just going to be that much more difficult. So no, I don't really think Kentucky's got a chance this week.
2: LSU fans are becoming vocal about what's happening there. So what do you see happening with LSU for the remainder of the season? And what does that, what does that leave Coach O?
1: Man, that's probably my biggest disappointment in the SEC. I was very, very high on LSU this off season, and now their star receiver, Kayshaun butte I mean, he's basically the, the only one showing up week in and week out. Looks like he's out for the season. It certainly seemed like the team quit on him. But on the road at Kentucky, just LSU's history, what are they known for? They're, they're known for physicality. They're known for toughness. They're known for running the ball. I saw it from the other team, Kentucky, just bruised them, just beat, them, beat and battered them. Uh, it, it's not looking good, and and now we've got uh, they've got Florida and Ole Miss and Alabama coming up. It's getting ugly here, and I hate to do it, but because I love Coach O, just being in the media, he's great for us. But yeah, it certainly seems like his time is coming to an end there in Baton Rouge.
0: Yeah, I was looking at their schedule. They got Florida, who's ranked. They have Ole Miss after that, that's ranked. Bama, who we know is ranked. Arkansas, who's ranked. Then they have Louisiana Monroe, but then they end the season against A&M, who's also ranked. So every SEC game that they have left at this point in time is ranked. So I, I, I kind of agree with you as far as Coach O, but do you think he even makes it throughout the season? Like, does he make it to the end of the season? Or if he drops these games to Florida and Ole Miss and gets blown out by Bama, do they maybe alleviate him a little early?
1: Yeah, I think it'll probably come down to how, you know, how much fight his team's got in them. You know, we didn't see much of a fight in Kentucky. If we get that LSU again, it's, it's not going to look good. And, and of course, now with the early signing period, it just seems like you got to make your, your coaching decisions earlier and earlier, and that's uh, obviously not good for Coach O. So, yeah, I certainly could see Coach O getting cut before the season and my understanding is he's got $21 million coming his way via the buyout, so I'm not feeling too bad for him as much as I, uh, I don't want to see him
0: go. Yeah, I think he'll be just fine. Somehow, some way. he'll find a way to manage. Mike Bratton of That SEC <laughs> Podcast. As always, Mike, we appreciate it, man. Have a good rest of the week. We'll be catching up with you, all right?
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Well, appreciate everybody listening in to Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at buzzjohnneighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily
2: Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.